This is Talismans. Episode 4. Stories. Jackie, are you recording? Are you sure the audio will be, well, understandable? Cal, have you ever listened to audio that was recorded inside of a car? No. Just another reminder of how weird you are. Thanks. Well, anyway, I was thinking we could tell them, uh, ghost, uh, how we met and get it down on here so we wouldn't have to retell it. Really? You're going to tell and not keep another mysterious secret about you guys? Yeah, I said it was a story for another day, and this is the day. I don't plan on keeping everything about my past a secret, like someone here. M- me? No, the asshole driving. You, uh, well, you just forgot everything. Probably. So. Probably? What, would you prefer me to be mysterious on purpose? Would that make you fall for me faster? Very funny. But no, I get cryptic enough answers from the chauffeur. I'm not the chauffeur, and I'm literally right here, you know? It's not like you two are alone together. Though I'm sure you prefer it. What was that last part? Nothing, and never mind. You planning on starting? (sighs) Yeah, alright. It was dark out, and I heard gunshots in the distance. Long bursts of rapid fire. I'd been traveling for a while, and this was the only sign of, well, anyone in a while. I needed to check it out. I approached the fire, keeping my head down. Didn't want to be hit by a straight bullet. And I saw Mikhail fighting for his life against a pack of twisted wolves. He'd already killed three, and he was firing on two that were running at him. I was behind and to the right of him, so I could see another one that was charging at him from the right. I had no idea that one was coming. I mean, I figured they would at least try to corner me, but I thought if I killed enough of the wolf mole people in the front, the rest would either retreat or join them. I was clearly wrong. Don't interrupt. I already had my gun out, so I did the logical thing and shot it once in the back of the neck, killing it. By then, Mikhail had noticed me, had taken his eyes off the twisted he was firing at. One was already dead, and I shot the last one, dumping my full magazine into it. And then... Oh god, this part. Mikhail turned to me and almost shot me like a crazed lunatic. Maybe I should've. Perhaps. You stopped yourself, though. It was kind of awkward after that. We just stared at each other in the night, with you pointing your rifle at me. Well, I cut my sidearm aimed at the twisted wolf bodies for what felt like two minutes until you lowered your gun. We talked later and came to an agreement. He'd take me on his journey and make sure I get to another group of survivors safely. Do you have any idea where a settlement might be? Not really. I figure we should run into one eventually, though. And if not, there's bound to be some other people, some of which might even be a a group better equipped and willing to deal with Jackie. Or we might run into, as McCall put it, one of those places that aren't or haven't yet been affected. Those are a thing? No, we've been over this. Either they don't exist or, well... They're probably called... Yeah, yeah, I've heard the speech. I only think I've ever heard of one place. 
Otherwise, I don't know how the mists grew, leading me to think cults. What was the place that was unaffected? Well, rumored to be. Cincinnati is rumored to be unaffected. Cincinnati? Cincinnati, Ohio. Something about it being 20 years behind when the world ended. Ohio? Huh. Weird. That's a state, right? A state of being. What? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Okay, this is clearly another one of those things that I just don't get. Hey, don't feel too bad. You get to be a part of the jokes about the banana car. Not again. That reminds me, this is my first time riding in a car. Well, that I remember, of course. I knew the general idea of riding in one, but without the feeling of really having done it, I suppose. Like, I'd read about it and studied it for years, so I knew what it was supposed to feel like, without ever having the hands-on experience. You talk too much. Especially for a person who's on, what, their fourth day of memory? Third, actually. Oh, and my apologies for speaking. I just have stuff going on in my head, unlike you. Um, what was that? Two, please just knock it off. As I was saying, it feels strange experiencing things, quote-unquote, for the first time, while at the same time knowing that so many people have experienced them that I probably already have, and that memory is just gone. <laughs> I don't really have much else to talk about. Jackie could tell you some more stories. We would sometimes share stories and sometimes talk in the car, but before you, one had to be a lookout, meaning most of their attention had to be focused. You need to tell a story. I mean, I guess. Yeah, and don't pull one of those dumb stories like your sister in the treehouse. Yeah, no. I think I'll just keep on driving. Oh, come on. I can drive while you tell one. You just said you don't remember being in a car. Can you even drive? Wanna find out? Yeah, sure. I've lived a long enough life. Okay, fine. God, I'll tell a story. But I drive. No one else. This is my car. I'll tell you the story of my first encounter with the mole people. So I was keeping watch at the rear of my unit. I was in when suddenly these humanoid moles burst from the ground and I, I shot them and they died. The end. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was more exciting than that. It was twilight and our unit had just moved into position to capture some remaining counter-revolutionaries. We had planned an ambush and wanted to disarm them as quickly as possible, keep casualties up to a minimum on both sides, you know. I was, as I said earlier, the rear guard. I was almost relaxing. We weren't expecting much of a fight, and I sure as hell wasn't expecting any counter ambushes or anything of the like. But then I saw them, some movement in the distance. Something was burrowing towards us, fast. I got the attention of some of those in my unit, and we got a closer look through the binoculars. We could see some patches of fur, but nothing definitive. Spoiler alert, it was the mole people. Once they got within, I'd say about 20 meters from us, they burst from the ground. Me and the unit managed to take them out, but it compromised our position and we had to retreat. The battle was fairly standard as fights with mole people go. One of the guys in the unit was slashed pretty badly across the chest, but we got them out of there and they survived. We pretty much just shot at the mole people until they died. Nothing really else to say. Uh, you mentioned the unit? 
like a group of fighters or soldiers that carry out operations and complete objectives. Oh, right, yeah, you mentioned something about that. I think it's only fair if Jackie tells one of her great tales now, too. I already explained how we met. That doesn't count. I thought you'd be reluctant to hear my voice. I am, but I also want you to suffer. Joke's on you. I like hearing my voice. You do have a nice voice. Not in a weird way, you just... You can, like... When you... God, you can do what I'm miserably failing at. There's a flow when you recount something. Fine. Um, I'll, I'll tell another. Something short. One time, near the beginning of my life out here, someone tried to mug me, essentially. I was hiding out in this old convenience store. I was cleaning a cut on my arm in the back of the store when I heard a distorted ring of the doorbell. I wasn't really sure what to think at first, so I just waited. After a minute, the door was shoved open. Before I could react, this dude held a gun to my head. He demanded I give him everything I had. Obviously, I didn't have much, but I denied him. I looked him in the eyes and said I didn't have much to give. I reminded him of the circumstances we were in. He yelled at me that that's why he needed everything. I didn't know what to do, but I needed to keep the little stuff I had if I was going to survive out here. He cocked his gun, and I remember noticing that his hand was coated in blood. My pocket knife was sitting on the table with the blade out from when I was trying to remove debris from my wound, but I couldn't get it or he'd kill me. To my right, off in the distance, somewhat, we heard a screech. A scream, I think. It was high-pitched and blood-curdling. The man looked toward the sound, and his gun faltered. I seized the knife, jumped forward, and knocked him down, stabbing him in the gut. He dropped the gun, a Glock, and I grabbed it. I held it in front of me and told him to leave. You let him go? Well, no, not quite. He got up, struggling a bit, but his wound from the knife wasn't that serious. He held his hands against it, though, and that's when I noticed. He wore a glove on one hand, and on his belt on the same side was an old-looking, dirty pocket watch. It had lost its shine, but I didn't think that was just because of the apocalypse. The thing looked ancient and well-loved. He moved to grab it with his non-gloved hand, not wasting the time to take off said glove. I reacted. I shot him. Was that? First time killing someone, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Why did you shoot him? Well, he was a talisman user. A person with powers. He didn't care that he would destroy everything nearby and maybe forget a lot, or overuse his powers and turn him, or that he would have no control. That, that's why we can't trust people with powers. They don't care. They only care about their special abilities of uncontrolled destruction. And that's how this all started. Oh. I think that's all for now. Death. Mikhail, Jackie mentioned you had a sister. Where is she? Why aren't you with her? She's dead. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I... It's fine. Don't be. 
that's still horrible. I couldn't imagine losing family. Well, then again, I, it's hard to imagine having any. Sorry, I didn't mean to make it about me. No, it's okay. Her name was Eleanor. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. She always had a little trouble with conversations and social cues and the like, too, so don't worry about that. Is it that obvious? Maybe not to Jackie, I'm not sure, but Ella and my sister, yeah. Plus, Jackie and I haven't had any much conversation with people in a pretty long time, so we're not the best anymore, either. Do you think I just forgot? I'm not sure. Do you think there's a chance at all that I'll remember anything? Like, honestly, I want to, I think. But then on the other hand, do I? That might make things worse. But I'm also afraid of only having, like, this as my personality. Like, I feel like I say forget memories and remember ten times a day at least. I swear I'm going to keel over and die the next time I say those words. But I'm not sure what else to talk about. What do people even talk about? Well, what about singing and writing songs? Didn't you say you figured out how to do that? And didn't you grab a book about birds at the bookstore because it sounded interesting to you? And uh, you got that deck of cards and started playing games and learning stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah, but then aren't I mostly defining myself by outside things? People do that all the time. What does it matter anyway? I'm getting tired, sorry, and it's time for Jackie's shift, so good night. Night. They've gotten really comfortable in our little group dynamic. Probably because we've been relatively nice to them and they don't have anyone else to trust. That's not what I... I guess you're right for the most part. I still don't know about them. Right. You got something on your mind? You're acting more depressed than usual. It's just Ghost was asking some weird questions. Suspicious questions? No, no, like about personality and the self and stuff. Oh. Huh. Yeah, they were worried about how did they put it? Defining themselves by outside things? Well, I mean, that's how it starts. Is it? I told them that people do that all the time and asked why it mattered. But then they woke you up and went to sleep. So I don't think they liked my answer. Well, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own views and opinions and all that. But as a kid, outside stuff is kind of all there is. And you slowly start to think for yourself. And then you let some things be a part of you, big and small, and some things are just things. And then through all of that, there's, there's you. I don't get what they're so worried about. Did you have any siblings? Yes. How many? Look, Mikhail, I'm all for being open, but I really don't want to do the whole family life before the apocalypse talk. <laughs> That's another thing Ghost was asking about. About my family? No, sorry, just a thought I had. Um, what, what people even talk about. 
think they said, yeah, what do people talk about now? With no media to consume and discuss, no news, no politics, none of that. Stories will run out eventually. So what do people talk about? You two need to spend less time together. God, it was bad enough with just one person saying stuff like that. Just thinking aloud. You think? Oh, wow. Great joke. Oh, the phone is getting pretty low. We should turn it off and plug it in. Where's the charge? Talismans is a production and creation of the Sword Moths and is distributed by Anchor. To contact us, email us at swordmoths at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at swordmoths. Visit anchor.fm slash talismans to find where else you can listen. Thank you for listening.